guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another Spirit Youth Podcast. For the month of October, we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare. And what a better way to start off the month of October and talking about this topic than having the man, the myth, the legend himself, sports coaching number one coach every single year, located in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, at Oklahoma Wesleyan University, Donnie Bostwick himself. How are you doing, man? Hey, Daniel. Great to have, great to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Absolutely, man. I just know you've gone through so much, and honestly. You've also helped so many people get through situations. You're so spiritually driven. You're always carrying a Bible on the sidelines and always looking to glorify God. And I just figured you'd have amazing insight into this topic. Hopefully I can give a little something. I know uh, I've had years of, uh, of battling. And like you said, uh, spiritual warfare is, is something that I think people are, are way behind the understanding of the, of the power of that. Um, I always say uh, if you're going to win the, uh, a battle, you actually win it potentially even a year or so in advance in, on the spiritual realm. You don't mm -hmm. see it happen to the physical realm until you win that battle on the spiritual side. That's so good. That's something we, t we always preach to our kids, too, is the preparation is uh, so important. We don't think about just the Just like an athlete. Just yeah. like an athlete. It's Championships incredible. are won. Yeah, way before March. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I want to get started right off the bat and ask you this question. Freedom Fire. Man, how was it this year? You did it in a foreign land, and it sounded like it was amazing. So go ahead and tell me about your experience. You know, uh, last year, about a month before our Freedom Fire here, um, God said a, a tribe and a nation, and I was like, a tribe and a nation? What are you, what are you trying to tell me? And it was not even a week. It, well, I think it was two days later, um, Cherokee Nation joined board. Uh, for Freedom Fire here. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, that was like a really answer to prayer. They stepped on board. They'd had some issues with mental health and things, and they, they knew, you know, setting people free of anxiety, panic, fear, all the things we're talking about, depression, uh, and the suicidal rates that were up and stuff that are still are, especially, you know, increasing in youth. It's just sad. And so they jumped on, and the next day I had a call from a former player of mine who said, uh, Coach had a dream last night. Um, the Freedom Fire, I think you're bringing it to Bahamas. He's, he was oh, a, wow. a player from the Bahamas, former player from the Bahamas. His dad's a pastor there. And, I mean, a tribe and a nation in two days, you know, showed up. And I knew that was that was the time. So took a group of 16 uh, of us. It was 15 uh, players. Um, well, excuse me, uh, 14 players. Um, and then we had uh, one of my assistants, and we had a, uh, a hip-hop, Christian hip-hop artist named Adrian Butler. That's awesome. And went down. And, man, God just – I thought, you know, I had a plan. You always come up with your plan. And, you know, I was thinking Nassau. I was thinking all this other stuff. And God kind of said, nah. Um, he, he started pointing me in the direction of, of an island that had gotten hit really hard by um, Hurricane Dorian three years ago. We're talking about, like, potentially the, the, the most uh, highest um, uh, level hurricane that's ever hit recorded history. Wow. And for three days, just demolished this, this little island called Abaco. And, uh, you know, you don't even want to know the stories. It was so sad, the stories and, and, and the, the things the kids were telling us they went through. We're talking, you know, bodies floating, three days on a roof, things like that. And so God said, we want you to go in there and tell them I have not forgot about you and, I'll, and just love them like never before and do a concert. And, you know, the odds of us going into a church to do a concert, well, that church just so happened the pastor does the news for the, the whole Caribbean. And, the whole, and so we did the concert. They put it on live. They interviewed us. And so it not only hit just right there, it got to go all, you know, broadcast all throughout the Caribbean. People saw that, you know, so whenever we were doing other things, you know, we went on over to Freeport and Grand Bahamas after that and did another uh, concert and stuff. 
and it's just starting. It really is. Uh, they're hitting me up. You know, they had another follow-up concert actually September third, oh, wow. and they're wanting us to come back and do some more things. And you know, it's just amazing how if you just let God guide you and you do prepare in the spiritual realm, and listen and he- learn to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You know, it's hard because you want to do what you feel like. Oh, this is this 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 sounds better, and then you know to to give uh, to give up that pride and say, okay, what do you want me to do, God? That's yeah. hard. That's difficult. Oh my gosh, especially whenever it's something that's birthed out of Ooh, your heart and your yes, passion. It's yes. so true, man. But honestly, I love your heart. I love it. This man right here, he's such an inspiration to so many coaches around the honestly the nation and around the world. Uh, he started off in Verdigree, and he has some amazing stories, and I'd love for you to be able to tell some kids sometime. Uh, I'd love for them to come up and hear that. But honestly, man, you, you kind of even touched on maybe some possible spiritual attacks that you experienced or at least saw firsthand while in the Bahamas. Um, but what's like a spiritual attack that you firsthand had something happen to you, and you really witnessed God work through that and help you get through that situation? How did you overcome that? Uh, so the first one, I would say um, that just as an adult and that, that rocked my world and completely changed my whole um, spiritual walk was uh, uh, I, 2005, um, we just won a national championship, mm-hmm. you know, everything. I'm cloud nine, man. Like, God's great with John Brown University. Um, uh, you know, I'd, I'd went through some battles before. I, I grew up, you know, my mom drug me to church every day. It seemed like, and you know, so I'd seen God do stuff, but I lived off my wife's prayers and my mom's prayers, and I drove the church bus. I was a good guy. Um, I didn't pray much other than just, you know, the church, and I didn't read my Bible. I just uh, let the preacher feed me because I was there all the time right. in Sunday school. I, uh, we didn't have YouTube to listen to messages and stuff, so I didn't have my cassette tapes out of Kenneth Hagin or somebody. I just yeah. didn't do that stuff. Um, I can't sing. You know, I mean, I would probably be a worship pastor if I could, but uh, I can't sing, so it doesn't stop me from singing or worshiping, but uh, I'm not going to make, make any money doing that. So um, I, I didn't worship. I, I didn't even stand up, you know, and raise my hands in church or any of that stuff. I think people see me now, you'd be like, what? You yes. didn't do that at age 30 yes. years old? You know, I didn't do any of that stuff. It's like, <laughs> nah. My dad really wasn't that kind of guy. He was kind of a, uh, you know. He accepted Christ, amazing miracle testimony, but, you know, I just kind of followed the same suit as him. Mm-hmm. Just good man, went to church, let my wife, uh, you know, t- read the Bible to the kids. I drove the church bus and took care of my business, you know, whenever I worked hard at school. Mm-hmm. So doing things right and everything, but I hadn't really had a taste. I always, I always say it like this, like, um, what's, a, what's a favorite fruit? Like strawberry. Yeah. You know, if you never tasted a strawberry, how can I even tell you what that tastes like? I can try, but it's not even, until you taste it, you don't know. It's so true. So I'm sitting there, and, and uh, a, a good friend of mine um, had a, like, I'm recruiting. I should be at the house with my kids. It's, it's New Year's Eve. I'm in my office. I have no cell phone. Uh, I'm back to recruiting, trying to win a championship. So I get a head coaching job, try to climb that ladder, help my family, do what I think's right. And I have uh, a call from a, uh, a buddy going, hey, did you hear about KJ? And I'm like, what? And he's like, hey, man, walked in from a jog. This is six, seven, married Miss Oklahoma, like mm-hmm. oozes God. Love this dude, man. And he had a basal tip brain aneurysm, and, and he's going to die. And I'm like, what? He said, well, it miracles. It, you know, first thing, it clotted, but only two doctors in the whole United States will touch him, you know, and he's not going to make it. And, I, and I, this guy, I mean, we, we were – he was an Oklahoma Baptist assistant. I was a John Brown assistant. So we traded films every weekend. We traded scouting reports. 
like he's he's spoken to my life numerous times um, about just like my faith and my strength and just try to encourage me. And so now we had this like say my brother like you on the yeah. battlefield and he's down. Right. And I'm 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 I hang the phone up and I'm screaming out to God like why did you let this happen? I deserve this. He loves you more than I do. Like what you know? And I and I heard God say you know after I'm full-fledged yelling at him. Yeah. He says, well, then fight. <laughs> and I heard it as loud as I've ever heard anything. And I was like, I knew what he meant because I was seeing my mom on her knees praying for my dad and praying for, you know, reading her Bible and praying. And, and I'd seen all the stuff she had done, you know, and I seen my wife take over, you know, and I didn't realize my, my wife, Sherry, you know, who's a kids pastor here, I didn't realize uh, her dream for me was that I would become the spiritual leader of her home. And I I thought I was doing a good job driving a church bus, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh, when he said fight, it's like whenever a coach says get in the game. Uh, nobody sits there. It's true. But when God go. says get in the game, I think we all look at it like, what's it going to cost me? Mm, I'm kind of busy right now, so God. Good. And we don't so listen. Good. You know, and I, I yeah. said game. Man, for the first time in my life, I fasted. I, I knew if I did what God told me to do, God was going to do a miracle. Only two doctors in the U.S. would touch KJ. Mm. And long story short, for the next two months, I got a taste of something I'd never tasted like that. Mm. And I wish I could have everybody taste it. I mean, I would stay in my truck till 2 in the morning just listening to, you know, the song Casting Crowns, Voice of Truth would come on. Every time I had fear or doubt, God would say, like, no, like, do what you're doing. Because... You know, I knew something was going to happen miraculously, and, and miraculously, he had he got flown to San Francisco. He was coming home on Valentine's Day, and uh, I grew in two months at a level that I can't even explain. I sprinted after him. I just sought him with everything I had, and and I got a taste of something that I just a presence. I, I always felt like, man, heaven could be a little boring if we're just going to be singing holy, holy, holy all the time, and you know, like that's all we're going to do, God. And I don't quite get it. And in that truck one night, I just felt like a drip of his presence hit. I could have never left that truck oh. the rest of my life. And if it's a drip, yeah. what's presence? What's, heaven's going to be blow awesome. our minds with, it, with his presence and glory and just being able to just be in it. Yeah, we're going to do other things. I believe we're still going to be fishing up there. And mm -hmm. you know, I can't wait to talk to Peter about that and where the fish are biting, you know. But, like, I, I tasted it. Yeah. And if I could have somebody else taste that, that's what my goal is every day is, like, mm -hmm. somehow just give them – a, a, an idea of trying to chase him and seek him and see what happens. So good, man. It's so powerful. And honestly, we, we overlook God's presence so often, and people want to know, how do I hear God's voice? How do I hear the voice of God? And it's like, man, are you even listening? You know, like sometimes we scream out and we call out, you know, God, why? God, why? I'm angry with you. And it's in those moments of anger with God that he responds lovingly and says, how do you even know that it's me? You know, it's just so it's powerful. True. It's so true what you're saying. And, man, I encourage you, if you've never tried strawberries, go try strawberries. You know, like, if you don't take anything else out of this, get a taste of the strawberries and let it just drive your relationship with God and know that there's something better out there. Uh, going on to the next question, just what kind of spiritual warfare are you seeing kind of develop in the athletic realm for student athletes uh, going forward? What have you seen in the past and what is it kind of evolving into? You know, as a, as, a, as a going from a student athlete to a young coach, now to uh, a middle-aged Still young at heart <laughs> coach. Young at yeah, heart no, coach. I'm at coach until I'm 100, <laughs> man. I'm halfway. I'm like, I don't let <laughs> Caleb Joshua anointing on me. You know, anyway. But, uh, like, how do I um, 
first is model it. I say that, you know, I, I always say I'm not very articulate, mm-hmm. you know, but I have passion and, and that, that is so much more contagious than being this incredibly articulate person that can try to tell you how to do things. I think you, you cross that line of sometimes going into Pharisee mode if you, if you try to be so, so true. this and this and this. Yeah. And so, you know, I was told the, the most powerful apologetic is a living apologetic. Don't, Come on. You don't say a word. You don't, Come on. He says, you know, I heard another great thing that was like um, uh, preach, preach daily. Hmm. Speak when necessary. Yes. <laughs> big time. Big time powerful message in that right there. Yes. So how do, how do I teach these kids? Oh, I model it. That's so good. If I can just model it, model it, model it, with, with, and be sincere. They know. They can read yeah. through you so easy if you're telling them to do one thing and you're doing another. And, you know, if I'm, if I'm struggling in my walk, and I'm attacked just like anybody else, we're, we're, we're human, man. Oh, Satan yeah. knows our weaknesses. He goes after them. And no matter how much you try, like, you know, we still got to ask God, forgive me today, of protect me from myself. Yes. And my, my, my own human nature been stuff, but like, I try to get these kids first in the word. Come on. Get them in the worship. Come on. There's two things right there. Like how? Well, I just can't start from Genesis and read all the way through. Just, I, I don't either. I can't. I, that's just not me how I'm programmed. Yeah. But I'll, I mean, there's so many incredible, we got incredible pastors here, but you can also go online and find somebody who's teachers that's really good and you listen and find the topic that they hit. And then I'll say, go study it a little bit. Look it up. You can Google and anything else and dig in. Yes. And then all of a sudden from them, God starts just peeling layers of, of stuff. It says, when you see me, you'll find me. When you knock, I'll answer. Like so he has good. hidden gems in his word. So worship, word. Uh, you know, I think people are, are just trying to fight a battle themselves. Oh, absolutely. Good luck. Absolutely they are. Physical. They're trying to do it all in the physical. Yes. They got no clue that the Holy Spirit, Jesus, came. And there's not a recorded miracle until the Holy Spirit came in him after he got baptized. Three years, more miracles than all the books in the world can hold. Yes. And then he says, I got to go so I can send him back. And so the, the, the Spirit that empowers, guides, comforts, People are trying to walk without the Holy Spirit. The Satan is so good at deceiving people, thinking like, oh, that's a kind of the crazy uncle. Let's put him over here. And not so good. letting him even understand Jesus' whole plan was to get him back to us so we could dominate. Come on, man. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, Jesus even says, hey, I'm going to leave you someone so you can do even more <laughs> than what I've done. And the Holy Spirit is something that we're so, so many people are just so confused about. And it's something that the devil takes advantage of, you know? He causes confusion, he yeah. causes oh, yeah. chaos, and he takes away the order. And so therefore people are afraid yeah. and they're not utilizing the whole gifting yeah. of what the Holy Spirit provides. And you're so right, and it's a beautiful thing. And it's really the driving force behind Freedom oh, Fire oh, for you. Completely. Because without the Holy Spirit, spiritual warfare, we're pretty much oh, done already, yeah, right? Yeah, we're, we're fighting a losing battle. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting there going, I just hope I'll make it to heaven. Absolutely. Instead of being here and going and doing what he says and charging the gates, like we're just sitting here like dodging, hiding behind a rock, praying, God, please let me yes. make it to heaven. Why would you live like that when you have the opportunity to kingdom come, come on. on earth as it is in heaven? Come like, on. And we were, we were so made to be like our king and be a reflection of him and nobody's going to want to come to Christ if we're this soft cupcake looking fearful person it's like so who's going to be like oh, I want to be like you it's so true that's just not not it's right. not what you can be so does that involve risk oh my goodness every day <laughs> if you really want to take the truth by you know going 
having to raise money on a mission trip, going oh, yeah. on a mission trip, just going across the street and witnessing to your neighbor. Like Absolutely. walking in and just seeing somebody that needs help and you're blinded to it because you don't, you're not even thinking that way. It's all a mm. mindset. It's a Jesus mindset. So good. If you could leave one, like a one sentence of encouragement for the next generation, what would it be right here, right now? Put them on the spot. <laughs> one sentence, man. Uh, right here, right now. Um, I, I believe, um, you know, my, my, my most powerful mentors um, are men that, at 80 years old, went to Iraq, back to be on a mission field after leaving Afghanistan, mm. who left our church to go lead the, the state, you know, knowing there's going to be more challenges and he's busier than ever. And, and I, you know, it's one of my, you know, I, he's my coach. I call Daryl Pastor Daryl my coach. You know, you, go. you know, God bless us yeah. with, with Pastor Jason and, and, you know, amazing, you know. Uh, but, like, follow and surround yourself with spiritual warriors. So good. Get away. Now, you can still have them as your friends, mm -hmm. but to just think I'm doing great and I'm going to be able to grow without having any kind of accountability, any kind of, you know, surround yourself with mighty men, mighty women. Without, without that, you're really, you know, trying to win a, a game of five-on-five, one-on-five. It's so true. It's and, and it's so impossible. True. So, you know, that's a start. Mm-hmm. Who you're, who you're hanging out with, getting into church, getting into the Word, like finding music that's feeding you. Worship music is is such a powerful thing and a tool. It can take you because it goes through you. It goes straight to your heart, so you don't even know the words getting fed and all that kind of stuff. And what you go to bed with at night is what you wake up with. So if good. you go to bed watching horror movies, what do you think you're gonna have nightmares? Oh yeah. If you go to bed seeking God for an hour, your spirit doesn't sleep. And so your spirit's just soaking all night long in what you, you fed it. And, and if I sit there and go, Big D right here, man, his physical right here, but if he was to take his spirit, man, and put him over here, like, does he feed him daily? Does he lift? Does he do anything daily? How many hours? I always say tithing is important, right? Totally, yeah. This is something I, I, I tried. It blew my mind. Like 10%, right? Yeah. So what's more valuable, time or money? Intertwined. Yeah, I, people would say, <laughs> yeah. I, you'll give me a million dollars and I live to be 50, I'll take a million dollars. And I'm like, I don't know. I think I'll take just a solid income and give me 100 years of health. So good. Yeah. And I could impact the world in such a way. So, so I'm sitting there going like, 2.4 hours is 10%. Yeah. Oh, wow. 2.4 hours a day seeking God? So an hour and 20 minutes in the morning, yeah. an hour and 20 minutes in the evening. Well, let's just say when you're awake, since it's mm -hmm. so... Well, let's just go with, tw you know, how many hours? 12 hours, you know, 1.2 hours. You can't give one God 1.2 hours, 30 minutes in the morning, 30... So good. And when I did, the favor, the stuff that just started falling, and I didn't even miss those shows I was watching. I was like, I watched SportsCenter 12 times already. Why was I watching it again? Why was I doing this? You know, I could, my fantasy baseball team got better. There you go, yeah. <laughs> it's stupid, but it's the truth. It doesn't make no sense. So my, my encouragement there is like, like time. Surround yourself with the right people. So good. And seek him and just start listening. He'll speak through. He'll speak through. He can speak to a donkey, man. He'll speak to you if you hear him, if you got to listen, though. 
I love that you brought up that story. It's so funny. He's speaking through a donkey. Uh, what the heck? Uh, um, can you imagine? A burning bush? Moses? <laughs> he, had, he hadn't spoken 400 years, and he speaks to a burning bush, and Moses yeah. heard it. And he's just like, what? <laughs> I love that, it. That bush ain't stopping burning, you know? Yeah, somehow how, he was ready and saw it. I don't right. know. And then he's just like, but how do I hear God's voice? Well, I mean, I, you tell me. I'm like, there's a million different ways. <laughs> a million different like, ways. I can't he's, give you a formula for just an Just seeing a fish. Yeah. <laughs> a fish. I was, I was snorkeling in the Bahamas, and a yeah. fish came up and just stood there right in front of me and was just looking at me. And I was like, God, you got to be kidding me. Man. <laughs> you seriously doing this right now? That's crazy. It's crazy. It's tough. Man. Well, Donnie, thank you so much thank again you. for coming on the show and just helping us just have better insight in spiritual warfare and how we can fight that. Um, I'm really looking forward to coming out and supporting you guys and your boys for the 2022-2023 season. Thanks, Anything, any big games that we need to come out and support you guys with this year? Right out of the gate, um, you want us to get basketball rolling. Uh, we're having a, it's the weekend of the 28th and 29th of October. Okay. USAO Southwestern. I mean, two top 25 teams right out of the gate at our place. Um, so yeah, if you can get out there for that, and also just a quick plug, spiritual. I have a, uh, a ministry called Spirit Led Coach, mm -hmm. and you can go to spiritledcoach.com. And I, I put on about once a week a message that I hopefully will encourage an athlete or a student. Yeah. And so go on there, check that out. I think that would be another good source of just a, a weekly little devo. Absolutely. Guys, take advantage of this stuff because it's so good. But until next time, we love you guys. Have a great one, and we'll see you on the flippity flop. Thank you.